0: In 1953, Dr. Jonas E. Salk announced a vaccine that had been used safely and successfully in preliminary trials on 90 children and adults as a polio vaccine. Two years later, the vaccine was released and given to every child in the United States. Polio was one of the most dreaded illnesses, which killed or paralyzed thousands during the early 20th century. And following World War II, the number of cases of polio increased significantly, making the need for a cure or vaccine to protect against the disease even more important. Much of the funding for Dr. Jonas Salk's research came from the March of Dimes Foundation, a national foundation for infantile paralysis, which had been set up under the presidency of Franklin D. Roosevelt in 1938 to raise money for polio research and to care for those suffering from the disease. On March 26, 1953, American medical researcher Dr. Jonas Salk announced on national radio show that he had successfully tested a vaccine against polio. In 1952, an epidemic year for polio, there were 58,000 new cases reported in the United States and more than 3,000 died from the disease. For promising eventually to eradicate the disease, which is known as infant paralysis because it mainly affects children, Dr. Salk was celebrated as a great doctor benefactor of his time. Polio, a disease that has affected humanity throughout recorded history, attacks the nervous system and can cause varying degrees of paralysis. Since the virus is easily transmitted, epidemics were commonplace in the first decades of the 20th century. The first major polio epidemic in the United States occurred in Vermont in the summer of 1894, and by the 20th century thousands were affected every year. In the first decades of the 20th century, treatments were limited to quarantines in the infamous iron lung, a metal coffin-like contraption that aided respiration. Salk, born in New York City in 1914, first conducted research on viruses in the 1930s when he was a medical student at New York University. During World War II, he helped develop flu vaccines. In 1947, he became head of a research laboratory at the University of Pittsburgh and in 1948 was awarded a grant to study the polio virus and develop a possible vaccine. By 1950, he had an early version of this polio vaccine. His procedure, first attempted unsuccessfully by American Maurice Brody in the 1930s, was to kill several strains of the virus and then inject the benign virus into a healthy person's bloodstream. The person's immune system would then create antibodies designed to resist future exposure to polio. Salt conducted the first human trials on former polio patients and on himself and his family. And by 1953, he was ready to announce his findings. This occurred on the CBS National Radio Network on the evening of March 25th and two days later in an article published in the Journal of the American Medical Association. Dr. Salk became an immediate celebrity. In 1982, groundbreaking ceremonies took place in Washington, D.C. for the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. The memorial came about from the work of the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund, Incorporated. Established in 1979 to create a memorial to veterans of the Vietnam War, in 1980, Congress authorized three acres near the Lincoln Memorial for this site. The main part of the memorial was completed in 1982 and receives around 3 million visitors each year. The long-awaited memorial was a simple V-shaped black granite wall inscribed with the names of the 57,939 Americans who died in the conflict, arranged in order of death, not rank as was common with other memorials. The designer of the memorial was Maya Lin, a Yale University architecture student who entered a nationwide competition to create a design for the monument. Lin, born in Ohio in 1959, was the daughter of Chinese immigrants. Many veterans groups were opposed to Lin's winning design, which lacked a standard memorials, heroic statues, and stirring words. However, a remarkable shift in public opinion occurred in the months after the memorial's dedication. Veterans and families of the dead walked the black reflective wall seeking the names of their loved ones killed in the conflict. Once the name was located, visitors often made an etching or left a private offering, from notes and flowers to dog tags and cans of beer. The Vietnam Veterans Memorial soon became one of the most visited memorials in the nation's capital. A Smithsonian Institution director called it a community of feelings, almost a sacred precinct, and a veteran declared that it's the parade we never got. The wall drew together both those who fought and those who marched against the war and served to promote national healing a decade after the divisive conflict's end. In 2008, the Ford Motor Company, after dealing with the failure of its Land Rover and Jaguar brands, and after decades of losses at Jaguar and a history of reliability issues at Land Rover, they announced that it would be selling them to India's Tata Motors, Limited, for $2.3 billion. The price of the combined units is less than what Ford paid for them. Ford acquired Jaguar in 1989 and Land Rover in 2000. When finalized, Volvo will be the only remaining nameplate in the premier auto group and Ford has vowed to hold on to the brand and continue operating it. It has now been confirmed that Ford has officially sold both the Jaguar and Land Rover brands to Tata Motors. The price has been set at $2.3 billion US and will come in cold hard cash. This is an interesting twist in colonialism given that both the US and India were once British colonies and have now had a hand in where two of its most famous car brands go. The sale is worth some estimated $2.3 billion US which is in cash from Tata. Jaguar and Land Rover are terrific brands, said Alan Mulally, president and CEO of Ford Motor Company. We are confident that they are leaving our fold with a product's plan and team to continue to thrive under Tata's stewardship. Now it is time for Ford to concentrate on integrating the Ford brand globally as we implement our plan to create a strong Ford Motor Company that delivers profitable growth for all. Tata had been the key bidder in this whole process since Jaguar and Land Rover were announced to be going on sale. Ford lost $2.7 billion last year and has been in great danger of sinking into bankruptcy for over three years now. Selling the two luxury brands would inject some much-needed cash into its operations and possibly reverse a titanic situation. Jaguar and Land Rover were purchased by Ford in 1989-2000 respectively. The latter from BMW, which was also disappearing fast, no thanks to Land Rover debt and bad product. Land Rover has come back with guns blazing in the past year and is now seen as a very attractive buy for anyone, while Jaguar is still redefining its space yet again with a new product such as the XF. You have been listening to the This Happened Today in History podcast for March 26th. I thank you for listening and I hope that you have enjoyed learning about historical events from the past. Thank you to the following websites for the information regarding today's topics. Thepeopleshistory.com the Polio Vaccine at History.com, the Vietnam War Memorial at History.com, and Ford Sells Jaguar and Land Rover at MotorOne.com. The music used as the background track for this podcast is Americana created by Kevin McLeod on Incompetech.com. If you enjoyed this information and would like to hear more, please consider subscribing as this will keep the historical events in your feed in the morning for each day. I hope you have a great day.